Hey y'all, this is Sam. And this is Steven. And this is Crimology. This is episode 46, and we are ready to go. Um, start off by saying thank you for joining us. Make sure to follow our social medias at CrimologyPod. We've got an email, CrimologyPod at gmail.com, that you can email suggestions, comments, concerns, anything to that email. Um, do do the things. Leave us um, five stars. Please give us five stars. Um, leave us a review on Apple. Um, do all of the things. Um, and with that being said, let's jump into the episode. So this is a case for the first time in a while where I can't tell you where I came across this case. Um, I think it's just a case that I found in the middle of working through another case and I wrote this lady's name down um, and came back to it later. But we're going to talk about Lisa McVie, who is also the only person to have gotten away from serial killer Bobby Joe Long. So November 3rd, 1984, Lisa was 17 at the time, had just finished working a shift at a local donut shop when she was leaving to bike home. She noticed a car that was following her, and then a little while later, she was knocked out off of she, sorry, knocked off her bike and forced into the car at gunpoint by Bobby. Bobby immediately blindfolded Lisa, and she remained blindfolded the whole time that she was with Bobby. So Bobby drove Lisa to his apartment, where he treated her like a sex slave. Okay, hold on one second. I want to go back on something. Okay. So, was this in the middle of just plain daylight? Well, daylight as, um, I mean, she worked at a donut shop, so I'm not exactly sure if that's like morning or that's a good question. I guess I don't have notes here. Um, so I don't know if that was like early morning or that's a good question. I don't know. I can't. Because that's you. just something in my mind of like, if he did this at, you know, because most donut places that I know of besides Krispy Kreme close at like, you know, 11, yeah. 10, you know, somewhere in there. And so that's just like, that's a, that's a pretty bold move to come out of nowhere and. In, in, a, in the middle of daylight, too, right. if that's the case. That's good. I should have figured that out. But that's I know okay. Hey, just that's how my brain works. It's <laughs> fine. So Lisa, knowing that she needed to get out or get away from Bobby, she tells Bobby that she's an only child and that she was in charge of caring for her sick dad. So at this point, she's trying to just get Bobby to realize that, A, she's a human being with a family, um, so that maybe he would let her go um, and that B, she's a child. Um, so she's just trying to get to that like human side of him and see if that can help set her free. So at a young age, Lisa was sexually assaulted by her grandmother's boyfriend. And she said that this helped her communicate with Bobby. So she tells Bobby that she could be his secret girlfriend and take care of him and that no one needed to know what was going on. So she's saying that the unfortunate side of her sexual assault and the boyfriend saying, like, don't tell anybody. Let's keep this between you and me. Like, let's keep this a secret with her assault. She's like, so now I know how to 
or I can try to use this to my advantage and tell Bobby. We don't have to tell anyone. We can keep it a secret. So everything that this boyfriend was telling her, she's now telling Bobby, trying to help it also see if this can help her get escape. So it's pretty incredible that, I mean, un- you know, the things that happened to her before this, unfortunately, are horrific. But like, it's pretty incredible that at 17, she already knows yeah, like how exactly. to manipulate this situation to her i mean it's benefit would what i was right. going to say but like that's just at 17 i was just like i know i know I, I couldn't have done that i've been like well i'm dead and that feeling that you're talking about like grows as we go on through this case so like i said lisa was blindfolded the whole time that she's with bobby but she was able to see little bits here and there through the cloth So she's able to get glimpses of Bobby's face and of his apartment. And so she keeps these things to memory if she ever gets away. She's also making sure to touch as many items as possible around the house. So that way her DNA or her fingerprints are all over the apartment in case Bobby killed her and maybe police would find her. Going back to what you just said, another thing that I would probably never think of in the moment another smart brain move right it's kind of like the whole deal you know like when when police pull you over like they touch your tail light yeah. type of thing that's that's just that's what when you read that that's exactly what i was thinking of right. like all right you're you know in case something happens right. uh, here's my mark in right case there you mess up here's yeah so bobby then makes the decision to let lisa go He puts Lisa, still blindfolded, into his car. He stops at an ATM and then drops Lisa off in a random location and drives off. Kind of tells him or tells Lisa, like, count to 10 and then you're good to go. And he gets in his car and leaves. However, since Lisa was able to see a little bit through the blindfold, she was able to make aware of her surroundings and she was able to tell police at the exact ATM that Bobby used that ultimately helped single out Bobby as their suspect. So we then also find out that Bobby was responsible for abducting and sexually assaulting and murdering 10 other women in the Tampa Bay area. Police collected sorry firm forensic evidence linking bobby to all of these other murders that's pretty crazy this is one of those like your 11th person you know somewhere in there was just like okay yeah i'm gonna let him go yeah but i've already killed all these you know 10 other women which goes back to what you were saying about like whoa the i don't pool that lisa had on this guy to just let her let her you know that he's right. like yeah i'll let you go what yeah it's it's really incredible and and you know i would love to you know deep dive more into like like what truly happened in his mind of like all right yeah right. I'll, I'll let her go now yeah you know compared to you know the last 10 women that he that he murdered that's true that's like just, i wonder if he really was like you could be my secret girlfriend. Like, you know, I don't know right. if those tactics work or if the whole, I'm a child and I've got to take care of my family. I, that's a good question. But yeah, that's just something to me that's, that's kind of, I mean, obviously that's the major fault right here in, in his, you know, keeping in secret. But like, it's, it's 
really interesting of why he broke from that pattern. Right, right. So Bobby pleaded guilty to all 10 murders and the abduction of Lisa and was sentenced to death for two of the 10 murders. On May 23rd, 2019, Bobby was executed by lethal injection where Lisa was sitting front row. She said that she wanted Bobby to see her face when all of this was happening. So it took like 35 years if I'm doing my math right. Yeah. Once here we go again. Play play the play the Stevens disclaimer. Right. I'm going to talk about how long our justice system takes. Right. Whatever. I, mean, I do, you know. Obviously yeah, you want to yeah. make sure you want to make sure that you make sure that you make sure that they are guilty. Um but that is such a long I mean I always think about that. Like, imagine knowing you're on death row for 35 years. Like, the mental side of that also. Yeah. Okay, now let me clarify. Not one for death penalty. We're just going to put that out there. But it's just wild to me that it took 35 years. And especially after he, you know, he's like, yep, I I did all that. Yep, that's all me. That's... Right. No, I get it. That's a topic for another day or another (laughs) show or something. Lisa is now a police officer and a school resource officer. Lisa said up to the point of her abduction, she was considering suicide, but said that when Bobby dropped her off and the first thing that she sees when she takes the blindfold off was an oak tree, she knew this was a second shot at life and she chose to live it. Now, this goes back to your point that you were talking about how freaking insane Lisa is. <laughs> Lisa was with Bobby for about 26 hours, which is wild, first off, because of her age of 17. But also, like what you said is, like, she goes straight into gameplay mode. Like, we talk about cases where someone is abducted and kidnapped for months, and they are held with these people for months. And Lisa's like... I got you. 26 hours in and out. I'm done. Like, that's wild that she got to him that quick that it was like, you know, like for me, God forbid if I get kidnapped, I'm like, it's going to take me a few years to come up with a game plan, you know? And this girl, she's like straight in. This is what I know to do, which is just wild. Like what you said. So, there's no, I'm I'm trying to formulate my words, but I don't think it would take years, Sam, because you've got a whole crack team of investigators. <laughs> my, True. Me, Jordan, your sister, Orsa. Shout out to Craig Ty. We haven't mentioned him in a while, and I know he's been missing out on that. Um, and and one of our other friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say, it, but you know who I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure we could. Uh, it, you it, all come it, together. it may not be 26 hours record time, but if I get kidnapped, we I'm... probably could get you back in like a week. <laughs> okay. We might sit around and enjoy it for a day or okay. something. Okay, okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but but no. <laughs> also, the other thing that popped into my mind was like, on, and I never watched SpongeBob, but for this one where he gets taken by the. I can't remember who it was, but like, and he like immediately returns them back because he's like so annoying. Uh, right, you know right. what I'm talking about? That's the other thing that popped into my head. Is like, did she just be like, just 
like bouncing <laughs> off the wall and take everything. Her back, take her back. Take her back. Wrong. I picked the wrong one. <laughs> that that's, that's the that's the other reason I can think of that she got out of it too. She just just annoyed the, right. the crap <laughs> out like, of him. Please go away. But no, like you said, God, wild. Twenty six hours and she's gone. So that's I think when I first found this case, I found the case of Bobby and the serial killer. Mm-hmm. So I was going to talk about Bobby as the serial killer, and we might go into that maybe later. I may still talk about Bobby as the serial killer and like what he did in that aspect. But then when I saw that he had someone who got away, and then I read about Lisa's story, I was like, you know what? Lisa needs her own freaking episode oh, because yeah. she's insane. And so um, – that's Lisa, and that's episode, what is this, 46? Yeah, 46, Sam. So there we are. So we're going to take a break, and we'll come back with Steven's Corner. All right, now we are going to do Steven's Corner. This is a little segment of the episode that I give to Steven, and he can do whatever he wants to do with okay, it. Okay, so this one's going to be a little different than normal. Okay. But... I'm I'm just I'm I'm wanting to pick your brain is really what it is. Okay. So January sixth of this year, okay. just you know, last week, um for the Powerball, oh. like a the giant, mm-hmm. you know, lottery thing, uh, there were tickets in California and Wisconsin that they're splitting the six hundred and thirty two point six million dollar <laughs> jackpot. So Basically, so each ticket is worth, uh, you know, roughly, so in cash, $225 million. Golly. Okay. So this is my question of the week to you, Sam. If you had $225 million, <laughs> at least, you know, estimate, like, what would you want to do with that money? Oh my gosh. First off, I'm paying off student loans i'm paying off every debt i have and then i'm buying oh my gosh i'm buying myself everything i'm buying myself a house i'm buying myself a truck a boat an rv i'm buying everything and then i'm buying two of them so i can give some to my mom and then literally gonna quit my job and i'm going to travel everywhere um go see wrestlemania in st louis Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble, sorry, yes. whatever it was. I'm going and I'm gonna follow the whole tour. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go do everything. Oh my gosh, what I would do with that money. Ugh, ridiculous. I'd first off buy everything and then buy everything for my mom. And then probably buy everything for my dad. And then you know, you might as well bu- I'm buying everything for everybody. What do you want? <laughs> Put your request in now for what I'm you- Man, you really just like I don't want to say butchered it, but like that that was a very like very broad overview. I know. I'm so like <laughs> annoying with money because I'm so like when I get money, I'm save, so save, like save, realistic save. Right. with my money instead of just going and like like spending it places. I'm so annoying. So my answer is so boring because I'm like pay off my student loans and buy a house. But that's what I would do. So, like, where where would you buy a house at? That's a good question. Well, first off, I'd buy obviously buy a house here 
But then we're buying, I'm buying a Florida house because we all want to go to Florida. So I'm just buying us a Florida house. I'm giving everybody a key so they can go live in the Florida house. And then I'm probably going to go crazy and buy a house in like Greece. I don't know. Some place, like I'm having houses everywhere and everyone's going to have keys to my houses so they can go at whatever time they want to. Who needs one house? I'm going to have 15 houses all over the world. (laughs) Oh, man. Stuffed with cats and dogs. Ooh. And you get keys. Craig won't be visiting any of your houses, though. Um, What would you do? So, realistically, this is what I would do. Number one, I would put like 10% of that in a bank. There you go. And then something with obviously good interest rate because then basically you're just making whatever you you know whatever you make in interest from your bank like every year just use that as your spending money boring um buy you know obviously you know build like a sweet house right maybe you know well let's be real um probably like centrally located in the great state of oklahoma there you go i'm sure that would appease the other person that's sitting in my house right now my house our house whatever i want to call it um yeah and then like kind of like you i think i'd we you know have to get a you know florida house condo something i would get somehow i know they have it but i haven't looked into it obviously because it's way too much money but like those like those net jet deals where you're like uh yes i would like to go fly to da 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 and then you just go fly if i had that much money i'd definitely try and do that yeah um but no like then like i do like obviously do stuff for my parents and jordan's parents you know i would gift small not i say small but like small but generous portions to friends there you go people i consider friends i don't know if you get any cash or not in this deal but (laughs) I'd make us a sweet podcast studio, a real one. There you go. <laughs> For just the two of us. For just the two of us. So we could make more podcasts. Oh, I would man. obviously never work again. No, no. No, no. That's the first thing I'm doing. I'm, yeah, I'm going in. Qu- Actually, what I would do, I would go and be like, yes, I'm going to purchase 5% of my company. <laughs> to purchase the company. And then just leave. Um, um, I would also buy me a storm chasing truck oh there you go yep you, you should have known that one was yeah. coming have my good buddy justin and we just go storm chase for you know three months I have to get him to quit his job yeah i could pay him you know <laughs> there you go. 40 grand a year or whatever <laughs> see that's part of my interest i make out of the bank pays his pays his yearly salary dividend. yep oh man but no i mean it's a good question i honestly i think if i had about if I had, you know, twenty million dollars, I think I'd be good. <laughs> Maybe buy a stake in like the Thunder or something like that, you know, just to say. Oh, there you go. I own part of an NBA team, <laughs> you know, just, just something stupid too. Also, of right? Just like, you have to do stuff. You have to do at least a couple of stupid things with that okay. amount of money. Just it's a like, stupid amount of money, so like, you have to do something stupid. Yes, I just bought, um, you know, I just bought five percent of the of the Thunder. So that way you can just say, 
Stephen Morrison. I own it. Oklahoma City, part, part owner of Oklahoma City Thunder. That'd be fun. I'd buy, buy season tickets to OU football and... Yeah, it'd be fun. Oh, man. I love talking about this. We could talk about this for a whole another <laughs> 10 hours. Right, honestly. But we're not going to do this on this podcast. We'll take it off. <laughs> I'll talk about this off Because you, you you don't want to listen to us ramble. <laughs> so there you go. Episode 46. I'm going to close this out today, Sam. There you go. Well, this is Crimeology. Uh, I am Steven. This, this is Sam. This is really weird. I'm sorry. We're not going to do this ever again. <laughs> Have a great week. See y'all next week.